0: In this episode of Monday Moments, we're talking about pathways, so sit back and stay tuned for more. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Monday Moments, the show in which we take a deeper dive into Sunday Sermon. My name is Travis, your host. With me today is Pastor Charlie, and we are talking about pathways, like I mentioned in the introduction and really diving into your message on um, Matthew chapter seven, and it begins mm-hmm. with um, the comparison of the broad path, um, the wide and easy yeah. path, and mm-hmm. the narrow path. And you went on um, through a verse twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. If it, is that right? Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Verse twenty-seven. And there's a lot that Jesus says in that in that passage. There's a lot of things um, that he addresses. Uh, some of them mm-hmm. are are really good, you know, the, the wise man builds his house upon the rock, yeah. you know, things mm-hmm. like that. But there's really challenging things, yeah. you know, not everyone who Absolutely. says to me, you know, Lord, Lord on that day. And and um, so I, lots of challenging things. And I think, uh, you know, what I would like to maybe start off by by asking um, is, is, well, let me back up a little bit. Yeah. As you mentioned in your message, this is really a continuation of the Sermon on the Mount. Mm-hmm. And there's all kinds of really um, yes. good things. Now, all of it's good. Okay, let me let me preface mm-hmm. and say all of it's good because it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's the Word of God, right? Um, there's a lot, maybe a better way to say it is there's a lot of encouraging things, right? Blessed are the poor in spirit, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, the Beatitudes, mm-hmm. things like that. You could have preached on any of those. Mm-hmm. So what was it about Matthew 7 specifically that the Lord laid on your heart and led you to yeah. preach? Why, why there?
1: Yeah, I, I think one of the main reasons why um and you know perhaps uh mainly for obviously our congregation and the just the the life stage of, of where our church mm-hmm. is at right now um i think there is a a big need for discipleship yeah there's a big need uh to Help, encourage, and teach and train people Mm -hmm. how to live this life as a a disciple of Jesus, Mm -hmm. a follower, a true believer of Jesus. Um, So you know, if we want to trace my thought like way back, that's kind of where it started. Yeah. And like you mentioned, the the passage that I preached on is the conclusion part of the entire Sermon on the Mount. And like you said, Jesus had already given a lot of different teachings Mm. that there are teachings that you know that characterize uh what a kingdom person should be like sure right what a true follower of jesus should live like and look like and sound like right things like love your enemies Mm -hmm. right um addressing things like Uh, anger and and adultery what those things Mm -hmm. really look like and 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 so uh so it's it's a culmination of all that and jesus is calling them right to make the choice yeah are you now going to choose to follow my way right to abide in my teachings as you just heard or not yeah yeah (laughs) right and and so and again uh also i think there is this need in just uh western american churches in general uh that there is a unfortunately a lack of depth right in Mm -hmm. uh in discipleship and and in helping christians grow in their faith in their walk and and so you know those are kind of the big reasons why Yeah, yeah uh that kind of got me thinking about this yeah
0: yeah and uh it's very clear there has to be a choice at some point. Right. Right. You know, it's not like, um, you know, uh, all roads lead to Rome kind of a right. thing. You know, there is, there has to be this this separation mm-hmm. at some point. Um, and... Uh, and I can't chapter and verse it, unfortunately, but elsewhere in the Bible, it says, you know, friendship with the world is to be an enemy yeah. of the Lord, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And and so there has to be. We, we just see in Scripture, um, not just in Jesus' teaching, but yeah. elsewhere. It, Absolutely. It, it reaffirms this idea that there are two separate pathways. Yeah. Um, and, and ultimately, we have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... This brings me to what I intended to be the first question, which is this kind of question of why. Yeah. You know, when Jesus says there's a there's a broad path, mm-hmm. a wide path, but that's the one that leads to destruction, and then there's the narrow path, that's the winding path, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's the harder path, but it's the one that leads to life. Why, why are there two paths to begin with? Why do you think, mm-hmm. um, you know... Uh, uh, why do you think that the narrow path, the harder path, mm-hmm. had to be the one mm-hmm. to lead to life? Why not just yeah. make super make it <laughs> easy Yeah, to you know, know, <laughs> know the Lord. Yeah,
1: no, it's a, it's a, it's a great question, um, but here's the thing: I don't think God intentionally made things hard for us. Yeah, okay, I, I don't think that was His intention at all since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's really us. Mm. It's really uh. humanity, right? all the way back in the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve made a choice, right? They made a choice of, instead of choosing to listen and trust and obey God Mm. and his standards, Mm -hmm. right? He chose their own, their own path. And that's what led them to where where they ended up. And that's exactly what's happened to all of us, Mm. right? And so, like I mentioned in the sermon, the narrow path is hard not because God is trying to mess, mess with us. Sure. It's, it's hard because it's against our nature. True. Because it is, everything about it, you know, is against this world and our culture and our own selfish, sinful yeah. desires. Right. But, you know, it's interesting. I, I talked about all these hard things, but elsewhere, Jesus, when, when he teaches on the kingdom of God, he also uses other parables. mm. To describe what the kingdom of God is like, he, he gave this one example of a man who, uh, who's a hired hand. Or he's renting someone else's land to mm-hmm. farm, mm-hmm. right? And then as he was working that land, he found a giant thing of treasure. Mm. And so Jesus says what he did was enjoy, right? Joyfully, he sold everything yeah. he had yeah. to buy that plot of land. Right? Why would he, like he willingly, joyfully... Gave up all that right. he already had to own it. Why? Because he knew the value,
0: yeah, right, yeah.
1: of that plot of land. Yep. Yep. So that's the kind of thing, mm, right? That's mm-hmm. the that's the perspective. Once we realize that yeah. Jesus's way is actually the true way that leads to life and peace and satisfaction and all these things, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Then then we see the value. Mm-hmm. Then then it, it should be. It's a. Do you do the math like it's you no know, the investment. Right. Right. Um, so so that's we have to understand that. And and in reality, the broad path has a much bigger price tag. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, Jesus said it leads to destruction. Sure. Right? It, it does not lead us to that lasting hope and satisfaction that we can find in Christ. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's it's we're just gonna keep wanting for more. Mm. Right. And of course it, it leads us away
0: from God right. at the end. The price tag is much, much greater yeah down that route yeah so arguably so uh yeah one thing that you're making me just kind of process and realize is is considering not just what jesus said here talking mm-hmm. about the narrow path mm-hmm. but you know and i learned this word not that long ago and i'm excited to get to use it you have to consider the univocal voice of scripture which means <laughs> right like scripture says yes. the same thing and yes you got to take the yeah. whole Uh, context of scripture as a whole, right? And so elsewhere, Jesus also says, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light, Mm. Um, which Mm -hmm. is a very interesting Mm -hmm. uh, uh, perspective to bring into this. So when we're talking about, um, you know, the the narrow way is the harder way, Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. Number one, it's it's hard because it goes against our nature. Yeah. It's not because God is, you know, this this cruel right. uh, taskmaster mm-hmm. who just wants to grind mm-hmm. humanity mm-hmm. under his thumb. It, it's it's because it goes against our very nature, which yeah. is to rebel and be our own mm-hmm. gods, our mm-hmm. own you know yeah, rule makers, exactly. basically. Um, so I think that's a really good perspective. Yeah, and one thing I love that you um, you pointed out, you drew out of that uh, that passage is that um, it's not just that you know the the narrow road. It, um, there are few who pursue it. There are mm-hmm. few who yeah. seek it out yeah. and and stay on that path, is, yeah uh, something that you drew mm-hmm. out of that mm-hmm. um, and so i I thought that was yeah really, really good mm. uh if you you also talked about deception, you know uh yes. you talked about you know um uh, wolves in sheep's clothing, mm-hmm. beware of false mm-hmm. prophets that's a part of this yeah. um. And and you pointed out like there are obvious things sure. know, to be deceived by, right? We know those. Uh, you, you gave examples of cults, you know, yeah. cult leaders or people who are teaching obviously heretical things, um, and those aren't so much of what Jesus was talking yeah. about. It's more of the subtle things, and I think that's when you when you look at that passage, you know, wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, um, you have to really realize that we're talking about subtle things, mm-hmm. um, and so. How is it that we can identify um, s- e- either as sources of deception, mm. um, or if we ourselves have been deceived in any kind of way? Are, are there any kind of markers or guideposts, or you know, um, telltale signs yeah. to identify deception either in our lives? Like I said, you know, sure. we've been deceived, or as we are going on this narrow path. And we can point out and look at something yeah. or see something and say, ooh, no, that yeah. doesn't yeah. You know, look right, sound yeah. right, smell right, whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's multiple parts on this. But for one thing, <clears throat> we um, even in the sermon, I mentioned a few examples of what mm-hmm. those deceptions might look like. Yeah. Um, but, you know, honestly, I think the, the, the people that started – Uh, kind of propagating or, 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 you know, teaching those things, Mm -hmm. I don't think they had bad intentions. Mm -hmm. You know, for instance, I I talked about one thing that we see very commonly is that we get fixated on pressing people to say the sinner's prayer or or pressing people to get saved, Sure, right? Um, I don't think... You know, that trend, whenever it was started, I don't think those people had any bad intention. In fact, I wholeheartedly agree that we should invite people, Mm -hmm. right, to trust in Jesus. Mm -hmm. But the problem comes when we get so fixated Mm. on that one aspect of the gospel message that we neglect the other, Mm
0: -hmm. right? We Mm -hmm. lose
1: the bigger picture, that we lose the bigger call of calling people to be disciples, not just converts, right? And so it's one of those things like we can get so fixated maybe on one aspect of the gospel or one aspect of a doctrine sure and and just it we make it all about it mm, yeah right yeah. We, we we get overly zealous we lose the balance like mm. like what you said earlier that the entirety of what God's word has to say yeah. right how to live it out and and so i think sometimes that's what happens it causes mm. these things yeah. uh and unfortunately turns into things that could Make us deviate right right from the right. purity of what Jesus is calling the church to be on the other hand, you know have you ever uh, heard how uh, like the u s mint how they train their hmm. workers to recognize false bills yeah mm-hmm. yeah they those workers when they work in the the mint factories they never ever ever get to touch a false bill wow yeah so all day long they're only dealing with the real thing yeah yeah so as soon as they their hand, you know, comes across a false piece of dollar. Yeah. They, they know something's off.
0: Yeah. They right? know right away. They know
1: right away. Yeah. And so I think that's a great illustration.
0: That's, good. that's really good. On
1: how we, how can we discern hmm. uh, in ourselves, right? Right. And in, in in others, like maybe something is off, yeah. is that we got to know what is the truth, yeah. you know, right? What, what is the truth? Mm-hmm. We have to know, that's why we need to know the scriptures right. in its entirety, and, and be familiar with mm, it, yeah. right? Um, now, a word of caution here. I think we already live in a society uh, that can get really, really critical. Sure. Hypercritical sure. and negative about other people, yeah. even in the Christian circles. Yeah. And I think that's such an unfortunate thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in talking about these things, I'm not, trying to get everybody to be paranoid <laughs> sure, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> about everything that's being yes, said out there yes. no no it, you know it, it's it's not everything is wrong and heretical and bad right, right we just right. gotta have a, a balanced understanding mm, mm-hmm. on these things because right. we're all gonna have our passion mm-hmm. on one area of spiritual life than, than others yeah, that's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah, and so again, how can we have a balanced understanding of what God's word says, right? right? And always holding it with humility, mm-hmm. right? Right, uh, uh, and a heart of of fostering unity, right? I think that's very important. Get sidetracked there, but yeah, no, no, that's good. Yeah. Well, yeah, and. <clears throat>
0: I mean, two things that I think of, uh, number one, you know, Jesus said, beware of the, the, the leaven, the yeast of the Pharisees, right. Mm -hmm. Um, because that little bit works its way through the whole lump of dough and, and just a little bit of deception, you know, Mm -hmm. it can be 90% truth, but 10% a lie. And that little bit will work its way through the whole lump. So there is definitely, um, a need. I think it's interesting that Jesus uses that word beware, Mm -hmm. um, uh, we should take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and, and I loved the illustration that you mentioned of the, the U.S. Mint. Yeah. And it reminds me of something else Jesus said, which was my sheep will know my voice and they won't listen Absolutely. to another. Absolutely. And I think that there's the encouragement That's for good. us as disciples, as Jesus followers, is the the closer and the That's more good. often that we yeah. follow the shepherd, we know his voice. Absolutely. So when we hear something or someone, mm-hmm we can kind of say, wait a second, something doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Like, this doesn't sound like the one who I've been following yeah. so closely yeah. for so long. Um, and so I think that that is a really great yeah. uh, illustration yeah. that, you know, the the closer we are to the real thing, yes. the less yes. we're going to fall for the counterfeits. That's good. Um, that's really good. That's, that's a good. great, great illustration. Uh, in, in kind of just wrapping up, you know, if there's someone who's watching this or they're listening to this, and they're, maybe they're saying like, yeah, no, I haven't been following Jesus. Or maybe, you know, I've been following Jesus for a long time, but maybe mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. complacent or drifted around mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. What what are the ways that we can really put ourselves on that path of, of, of following Jesus? You know, we want to be close to the shepherd. We want to know yeah. his voice. Um, is it is it something like, you know, well, we just need to read our Bibles more. We mm. need to go to church more. We need to pray more. All those things are good things. Mm, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> or, or is there something that's maybe kind of underneath that yeah you know all those things are good things but is it is it as formulaic as that or is there something uh maybe more underneath the surface?
1: Yeah. Uh it you know, I mentioned in the sermon that uh I think when Jesus called his disciples and when Jesus calls us, you know, when we're completely lost sinners, um he, he wasn't requiring us, he wasn't expecting us to be perfect mm, right yeah. off the back. He wasn't sure. expecting us to have everything figured out about who he is and all the theological things, right? He simply asks us to have enough faith mm-hmm. to start following him. Yeah. You just got to have enough faith to, to get up, mm. start following him one step at a time. Yeah and as you follow him the change comes along right. right he will teach you right through his spirit and the word hmm. he will start to transform you all these things yeah. so that's the, that's the first thing is that like are are you willing to take that first step yeah you know do you have enough faith to actually like embrace who jesus is and, and what he teaches sure. what really what the bible teaches right and and start walking in that and uh, you know, a few days ago, uh, my wife was on social media, and she uh, uh, follows this this group um, about motherhood, Christian motherhood, mm-hmm. and they have podcasts. And she got found this short video where uh, one of the the uh, the writers was talking about yeah. I, just, I had this time where I uh, was just asking the Lord. I said, "Lord, I'm willing to surrender everything." to you and just go and do the big things for you so Mm. what what do you want me to do like anything i'm ready to sell everything and move to the other you know other side of the world and then she said you know what the holy spirit said to me Mm. he said how about you love your husband more
0: Mm. well
1: how about you start treating your kids more kindly? yeah and she's just Mm. like oh my goodness (laughs) yeah right it's in the little things of of everyday life sure where you know we ought to be faithful Mm -hmm. and so faithfulness is another thing that i kind of want to mention here um it's not so much about you know um god now what is what is the the big thing that you want me to do Mm -hmm. you know and and who knows maybe he might actually call you into ministry and call you to become a missionary on the other side of the world but that's probably not the case with most of us. What he instead desires, like I mentioned, is to be conformed to the image of his son. Yeah. Right. And, and that means to start one step at a time to be faithful to, to the Lord yeah. in, in any and everything. Right. Right. In your relationship. Right. In in, in your, in your relationship with, with the Lord himself. in um, in all these things. So, so that's that's why, you know, yeah. you mentioned Bible reading, praying. Mm-hmm. That's why those things come into to play. Right. right. It's not just for the sake of like read your Bible, come to church. Right,
0: check off the list,
1: yeah. No, no, no. Those things are what we typically call the spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. sure. right? <clears throat> they are to help us be 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 changed and transformed. Mm. Richard Foster, in in his famous book on spiritual discipline, he describes spiritual discipline basically as it's 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 us putting in an effort but it's not us trying to earn god's god's favor right yeah. but it's it's us placing ourselves in a place where god can make the change mm-hmm. does that make sense mm-hmm. oh, yeah. right it's us putting in the effort to make ourselves available to god right so that he can make right. the change and that's the interesting delicate thing about you know sanctification uh, where you're right, we don't have the ability to change ourselves ultimately. Right. But we have to have the willingness, mm, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. To surrender ourselves to the Lord, to the Holy Spirit. Right. Where then he does the work of change in right. us. That's good. Yeah.
0: So I hope that answers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you know, thinking about this this uh, illustration or analogy, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, of, of, of pathways, you know, yeah. I mean, I imagine it um, like, you know, if, if I'm, if I'm going on a path and, and you mm-hmm. even talked about going mm-hmm. yep. you go to Colorado, yep. right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But you know, and I've got a guide who's taking me yes. along this path. Yes. Um, but let's say, you know, I'm, I've got headphones on or yeah. if I, you know, I'm just off in la la land or, you know, whatever, I'm not paying attention mm-hmm. to the guide. Mm-hmm. Like I'm more likely
1: to Absolutely. Yep. get
0: off that path mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, go wherever I want and probably get lost or, you know, fall off a cliff or something. But it, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I think that essentially uh, what I hear in this, among so many things, is yeah. is really uh, you know whether it's prayer, scripture reading, worship, you know all those things. It's it's putting ourselves in a place where we can hear the guide yes. of the Holy Spirit. Yes, it, we, we hear the voice yes. of the Lord saying, "This mm-hmm. is the way." Yeah, walk in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so and yeah. He
1: may not concretely tell you like <clears throat> all the time that this is what you ought to do or <clears throat> or this is the destination. Sure, but simply nudge you down. A path, right? right? A right. direction. And as long as we stay on that direction, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's that's what all that matters. A final word of little encouragement and comfort. Yeah. And I, 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 I kind of wish I talked about this in my sermon. I don't think I did. Is that this narrow path is hard. It sounds so risky. Mm. Um, but the thing is, our Lord has gone down that path himself. Yeah, yeah he willingly chose the narrow path himself true. Yeah. right before us. Mm-hmm. Go home and read Philippians chapter two, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, who by nature is equal, he is one with God and he is God. Right. And yet he willingly emptied himself. He mm-hmm. considered himself nothing, right? Uh, and took on the, the form of humans, took on the role of a servant, yeah, uh, uh, obeyed the father even to the point of death, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He walked down that narrow path for us and he came out victorious. Right. Yeah. Right. And so now as he's calling us to follow him, Mm -hmm. he's not just calling us to this horrific, right? Terrible end. No, he's calling us actually into a life of victory. Life.
0: Right. Yeah. It's good. So, yeah. Hope that well, encourages. Oh, it, it does. And, and yeah, I know we could talk a whole lot yeah. more oh, about yeah. this, uh, as always. But thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to, to dive into this. Um, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. We hope that you got something out of this. If you did, please share that in the comments. Uh, send us a message. Uh, however you want to. We always love hearing from you. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Monday Moments. And we will see you next week.